0: Thank you, Father. Let's turn to the scriptures. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. I'm going to read chapter 2, verse 1. We're going to focus on that. Thank you, Father. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the words spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience Received a just reward. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own Well, praise God. We look to the word. We look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. We thank you for the privilege that you give us to come in your presence. To celebrate the victory of the Lord. Adore you. Worship you and give you the glory. Thank you for the privilege of hearing God's word and abiding by your word this morning speak to us we pray that you will touch us at the point of our needs you know what our needs are and i pray that god's name will be glorified every resistance to the preaching of god's word we bind them in the name of jesus and we take victory in this house in jesus name we pray and everybody said amen Amen. please be seated Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We must pay the most careful attention, dear NIV, therefore, to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Today, as we look into the scriptures, We want to give thanks to the Lord for what God has done in each and every one of our lives. Today's message is titled, The Drift. The Drift. The book of Hebrews is a very important and, of course, very interesting book. The writer of Hebrews starts by portraying, and throughout the scripture you will see, is talking how Christ is superior, praise God, how Jesus is superior, is superior than the prophets of the old times, is superior than the angels, is superior than any one of the leaders that you see in the scripture. Jesus is superior, praise the Lord. Not only is he superior is incomparable you can cannot compare jesus to anyone or anything praise god jesus is incomparable as a person jesus is incomparable in his position jesus is incomparable in his power jesus is incomparable in his glory Jesus is incompatible in his word. Jesus is incompatible in his works. Jesus is incompatible in his ways. Jesus is incompatible in his wisdom. You name it. Jesus, there is none like him. Praise God. He's worthy to be worshipped, adored. Praise God. And this morning, we have... Come to give him the glory. The writer of Hebrews also portrays among a lot of things, praise God, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In an ever-changing world, constantly things are changing. Constantly things are changing. And how long does it take for things to change? In an unsteady world, both in physical, relational, financial, emotional, you name it, in a world that is unsteady, world is unsteady, unstable. How long does it take things to go out of control? Life is so fragile, so fragile. Just a phone call from your friend, family can turn everything around for you. A trip to the doctor and a report from the doctor can change life immediately. You go to work a pink slip from your employer can begin a financial free fall in life. A call from our friend about another friend can bring sadness to our heart. Think about it. An unexpected resignation from a co-worker or an employee can just throw your carefully planned schedule out of order. So in an ever-changing world, the writer of Hebrews says, Jesus is unchanging. He's immutable. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. People who say, I love you, Tomorrow, their love might just go down. But if he says he loves you, the Bible says, his love is so unique. He says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Who can love me with an everlasting love? Only Jesus. Praise God. Consistent. Faithful praise the lord hallelujah such an awesome god we serve so the writer of hebrew is unveiling the greatness and the superiority of jesus christ as you move into 2 chapter you know he says hey guys listen carefully to what you've heard or pay earnest heed to what you've heard lest we drift away. Give earnest heed to what you've heard. Don't hear Jesus like you hear your body. Do not listen to the word of God as you hear CNN or Fox. Pay careful attention. Praise the Lord. He's saying, listen to Jesus, his words carefully. Pay much closer attention to what we have heard. You heard the prophet speak. It was a partial revelation. Now you hear Jesus speak. Praise God. The revelation is complete in Jesus Christ. Listen to what we have heard from him carefully. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen to it carefully. Because it has its implication if you become careless. Praise God. Hallelujah. Give careful heed. The Greek word Prosecco is used, meaning to moor a ship or to anchor a boat or a ship. In other words, make sure that your anchor is on on the solid rock of God's word. In a world that is shaking, in a world that's moving, in a world that's unstable, in a world that's unsteady, make sure that your anchor of your boat is on something solid, which is the rock solid word of God. Why? Because there is a possibility of drifting Praise God. Very interesting. The word in the original language, pararo, is used meaning to drift away. And the image that is used is a boat or a ship that's not anchored, which is slowly, gradually drifting away. So in Christian life, we ought to be what? Very careful. That's what the writer is saying. We ought to carefully anchor ourselves to the things that we have heard the word of God, lest we carelessly, slowly, steadily, gradually drift away. Praise the Lord most of us might not be in the danger of plunging into carnality but we might we might have the possibility of drifting away listen we might not plunge into carnality we might none of us God forbid none of us might ever become a murderer or an addict but what the scripture here is warning us be careful lest you drift away from the things of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We might not be vulnerable to partying, but very much vulnerable to drifting from the things of God. Praise the Lord. What is this drifting and what is the cause of drifting in life? What is this that the writer of Hebrews is trying to say? He's saying, what you heard about Jesus, what you listened to him, what the message that has come to him, come to you, the word of God that you heard, make sure that you pay careful attention to it and continue to hold on to it, lest you drift away from the things of God. If we are honest to ourselves and if we were to take an inventory of our lives, we will admit that quite often the drifting takes place from, from the things of God because of the earthly things that we are connected to. And quite often it takes no life and No motion to float by, meaning, you know, you don't really need to do anything to drift away. Imagine a boat on a river. There is a gentle current. And if the boat is not tied or it's not moored or anchored, it will slowly drift away. You don't have to do nothing. You just just be sitting on it and it will just simply drift away. Drift away to where? Into a faster, faster, faster current where you cannot control it. but the problem is you and I live in a world where we think that the drifting can be on a controlled setting. listen to this. We go to amusement parks you know you I don't know if you if you like it, I like love to be on that lazy river. How many of you guys have been to Lazy river? Yeah, we like it, right? Put the raft, get on it and just lie down and Even close your eyes and let it just drift, take you. We think life is like that. What is the difference? The difference is that's a controlled setting. That's a controlled setting. The current is controlled. The direction is controlled. And we're like, ah, this is life. No, that's not life. That's not life. We think life could be like a pond still. Or a lake still. No, it's like a river that you have no control. Unless you are anchored onto something solid and strong. So the world is like that river with currents which can drag you, drift you away from your destiny, from your destination into destruction. And it happens slowly, but it happens steady if we are not careful. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Quite often it's the casual outlook on life and the casual outlook on the world and God and godly things that sets us up for such drifting away. Casually taking things of God. Ah, what's the big deal? Right? Casually. What's the big deal? Why do we have to come to church? Why listen to God's word? You know, and then that attitude, the other attitude, I've been there. I've done it. I know it all. You take any scripture. As soon as you read it, you can preach back at us. That mindset. That mindset. I know it all mindset. What does it do? It sets us up not to listen to what God wants to deposit in our lives. It creates within us. I don't care attitude, which puts us in a place where we are not willing to position ourselves to the hearing of God's word. To paying carefully attention to what God's word says. We become very casual and eventually very careless. Praise the Lord. I heard it all, and so I don't need to pay much attention to it. Praise the Lord. Too many Christians take the word of God for granted, and they simply neglect it. Neglecting the word of God, neglecting personal, private time of prayer, neglecting corporate worship neglecting simply being in the presence of God is the basic cause of drifting away from God and the things of God. Listen, either we have experienced this drifting in our lives or we know of people who have eventually drifted away from the Lord. It could be us or we know people who have gone through it In their lives. This can happen to the best of us. What? Drifting. Drifting can happen to the best of us. You know, we might have heard that song, that hymn, Come Thou Fountain of Every Blessing, written by, composed by Robert Robinson. God saved under the preaching of George Whitefield, And he was a man that was on fire for God. He composed that hymn. After some time, because he didn't pay much attention to the things of God, the man started drifting to the point that he had completely drifted away from the Lord. It can happen to the best of us. Haven't we heard in the media, in the news report, that so and so leader, so and so pastor, when he was pastoring this church, that church. They drifted. It doesn't happen all of a sudden. It happens slowly, gradually. Praise God. You and I, if have you and I have to be have to have to stand strong for him, we have to be always. On God. Otherwise, we can just simply slowly drift away. This man of God who composed that song, he drifted to the point that he didn't want to do anything with spiritual life. And because of the lack of peace within him, he decided that he will will just simply travel into the world. And he started traveling. And God's provision was such that as he was traveling, A young lady who was connected to the Lord very well started talking to him. And within this conversation, think about this. As the conversation went on, this young lady said, Listen, I've been reading a hymn lately. And said, Why don't you look at this hymn and tell me what do you think about it? She passed the hymn to him, and he looked at it and realized it's the hymn that he wrote. Think about the chances. You know, even when we drift, God has a provision. God has a plan to reach out to you and me. It can happen right now as you hear God's word. Or he can orchestrate an event in your life in such a way. Praise God. You would not be able to deny it's him trying to connect to you. This man tried desperately to pull himself out. But how could he as he read the words of the hymn that he himself wrote. After resisting for some time. He broke down and he confessed who he was. And how he was running away from the Lord for some time. The young lady. She gently led him to the Lord by reminding him that his mercy still flows like a stream, which is a word, a line from his own song. Praise the Lord. Oh, the provision of God, right? It can, what am I trying to say? It can happen to the best of us. None of us are immune from drifting unless we pay careful attention. We have to be what? We have to be proactive. We have to be determined. We have to be committed to what? To hearing his word. Listen carefully to what you've heard. Pay attention to what you've already heard. Praise God. The writer of Hebrew is reminding them, if you don't pay careful attention to what you've heard, you have the possibility of simply drifting away. Sometimes we live casually, carelessly Christian life. There's no sense of urgency in it. We are not vigilant about it. We are not focusing on Jesus or considering Jesus. We take our eyes off him. We look here and there. We compare our life to someone else. We want to know why we can't be like him or her. Praise the Lord. When the Lord is asking us to look at him. Remember in Christian life. There is no face like a standstill position. Either you are moving forward. Or you are. Gently drifting away. Praise the Lord. And God has asked us, called us to move. Press on. You can't be standing still in your Christian life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sometimes we have this autopilot attitude. And all of a sudden we wake up and we think and ask ourselves, Hey, what happened? It's like a locomotive engineer or a motorman who had to continue to feed into the engine coal and 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 things that will continue to give its energy to keep moving the engine and of course he threw in the coal and it was the engine was vibrant and robust and was moving and pressing forward after sometimes you know he looked The engine is moving, and he took it very easily, very easy. Why? There is fire, there is energy, and there is momentum. Everything was fine. After some time, he stopped feeding the engine. What happened? Nothing really, but as time went on, The engine became slow. The train became slow, slow till it came to standstill. When it came to standstill, what happened? What happened? Nothing happened. Now something happened. Something happened sometime back. When you hear about people who have drifted away from the Lord, we wonder what happened. Yeah. What happened is not what happened right now, but what happened some time ago. Praise the Lord. Every moment of a Christian is very important. There is no careless, casual moment for a Christian. You have to constantly look to Him, connected to Him, connected to the Word of God. You cannot ignore the Word of God. Praise the Lord. That's why the solution itself is, the writer is saying, pay careful attention, close attention to what you have already heard. Praise the Lord. Let me ask you guys a simple question. Are you taking time to hear? Are you taking time to pay close attention to what you heard? Who are you listening to? What are you listening to? Have you positioned yourself to listen to him? Have you positioned yourself to carefully look at Jesus? Praise the Lord. The other day, somebody said, Oh, I'm listening to Caleb. I said, That's good. I listen to Caleb too. It's a good station. It's encouraging and it's positive. But if that's all you're doing, have you been feeding yourself with the word? Have you been positioning yourself to hear from him again and again? Yesterday, I met someone, and I shared this in the Miami service, in a casual conversation. Oh, I won't be there at the church tomorrow. I said, how come? Oh, I'm not doing anything tomorrow. I said, what do you mean? Oh, I'm not doing it. I have no role tomorrow. I said, you only come to worship service because you have some role? In other words, if I'm not doing anything, uh, I don't want to come. What's there to do? Wow. Do I only come to service because I get a chance to preach? Do I only come when it's turn my turn for me to sing? Do I only show up when it's time for me to play music? Do I only come when I have a role to lead? Wow. So I ask myself, what's wrong here? What's wrong? Where does that mindset come from? I can be only in a worship service if I have something to do. You're setting yourself to drifting. Yeah. You're setting yourself to drifting. And for some, it's only Sunday morning. They don't think that the midweek fellowships are important. Sometimes we have legitimate reason. We are so busy with life. That's good. I'd rather be busy than be, be idle. But... Even with life's demand, don't forget to connect with Jesus. Don't forget to take time to Jesus. Don't forget to to take time to be holy. Don't forget to take time to look yourself in the mirror of God's word. Praise God. Because the world is like a river that's going to drift Take you on a drift slowly, slowly, slowly. Don't think your assignment on Sunday morning is gonna get you, it's gonna cut it. No, praise God. That's your relationship with Him. How strong is that relationship? The question is not how strong is the message. The question is not how beautiful that song is. The question is, are you connected to Jesus? Are you listening to him? Are you giving careful attention to what you've heard? Because Christianity touches every aspect of our life. Jesus is the Lord of our life, of every arena of our lives. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So I asked myself, what was wrong with that picture? And I came to a conclusion. And I said, the fellow that I spoke to, I came to the conclusion it is his pastor's fault. Hmm. I thought it's his pastor's fault. And do you know who is his pastor? Who is this pastor? Me, who else? Yeah, it starts with him. Then it goes to every leader in the church. How easy we have made it that you can just simply breeze in, have a celebrity status. In the ministry of God, standing before the most holy one, praise God. Casual come and go out attitude. God wants our relationship with Him to be active, vibrant, robust, consistent. Praise God. Praise God. (laughs) Fix your eyes on Jesus. Consider what he is saying. Who? Son, Jesus Christ. Consider what he is saying. Listen to him over and over. Praise the Lord. The only thing that will keep you floating on the right direction is his word and the instructions that you have through Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. The writer of Hebrews is saying, pay careful attention to what you have heard, lest you drift away. Drifting can lead, drifting can lead to defying the word of God itself. You start drifting because you're not carefully listening to God's word. And eventually drifting, drifting, drifting will lead us to defying the word of God. It don't matter what God's word says. I can do whatever I want, however I want, whenever I want. It don't matter because then the life is not governed by the word of God. Praise God hallelujah let me ask you my friend this morning have you let the things of the world drift you it could be just simply normal desires of the world or a careless attitude to the things of God's word or a careless outlook To God's word and his son, Jesus Christ. To many, Jesus is simply a Santa Claus. He's not. Yes, he loves us and he gives us gifts. But he's more than just simply giver of gifts. He's the Lord of all. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And when you receive Christ into your life as your savior, he has become the Lord of your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you taking time paying careful attention to what you've heard about him? What you heard him speak into your life? Are you taking time to listen to what he's saying to you? Would you position yourself, discipline yourself to the reading of God's word for prayer and communion with him? Would you make your life more proactive? Praise God. Your life more connected to him so that your life doesn't go simply in the wrong direction. You don't just simply drift away overnight. It's a slow, gradual process. So right now, today, you can arrest that wrong, that drifting by doing what? Simply looking to Jesus, hearing him, paying careful attention to what he is saying to you and abiding by the scriptures in our day-to-day life. Let's close our eyes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Look to Jesus for a moment. Where are you? Are you anchored on the word of God? Is your life tied to the bedrock foundation of God's word? Are you taking time to read the word of God? Pray, spend time with him. Or are you simply carelessly ignoring anything that God's word says? If so, you're simply drifting away from him. Here and there, spiritual exercise will not stop the drifting. What will stop the drifting is when we pay careful heed to what Jesus says in every arenas of our life. So would you make a commitment this morning? Praise God. Regardless of how far you have drifted away, God gives you another opportunity this morning to come back to you, to come back to him. Praise God. And it starts by you turning your attention towards Jesus. Fix your eyes on him and pay careful attention to what he has to say. Praise God. Father, we thank you for your word. We yield our lives to you. We pray, O God, that help each and every one of us, that we don't have a careless, casual attitude towards God and the things of God's word. But we pray that we will be able to hold fast to the promises of God's word. Praise God. Our life will be anchored on the bedrock foundations of God's word, and we would not allow the life this world has to offer slowly, gradually take us away from Jesus and the salvation that He has offered to us, Lord. To Christ be the glory. If there is anyone in this place who's been drifting away, we pray that you would woo them with your provision. Woo them. With your love, woo them back with your grace, O oh Father. May we experience the embrace of God's grace. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody said, Amen. God bless you.